You're listening to the Wu Wei Podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Wu Wei Podcast. I just want to say that I am so, 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 so grateful for every single one of your comments, messages, likes, shares, um, private DMs that you guys have shared with the public or sent to me personally, privately, I am honestly blown away still. (laughs) And yeah, when I started this podcast, I was like, you know, maybe like two or three people will listen, but to have the feedback and response that I've had so far, thank you so much. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. So I hope to only continue helping even just one soul on their journey. And am so grateful for everybody that has either replied, all that kind of thing. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. (laughs) Yes, I do have one. (laughs) And I thank you so much for all of it, honestly. So moving on to today's topic, I don't necessarily have a topic in mind at this point. So I'm just going to record this episode and whatever comes out at the end is what I'm going to call it. (laughs) Uh, But in saying that, we're just kind of going to go and dive into what I think is the wheelway pillars in terms of optimizing mindset, um, optimizing energy, and trying to optimize your wealth too. And when I say wealth, again, it's not just financial wealth. When I say wealth, I mean like rich relationships you know those ones that like really fulfill you deep down in your soul or having like a rich career where you honestly feel like that you're contributing in some way shape or form whether that's contributing to people contributing to society contributing to um, solutions whatever it is and building that kind of confidence and just contributing in that way is all I can say. (laughs) So with that in mind, the first thing I kind of want to touch on at the moment is some ways that you can save on energy. I mean, everybody wants to be productive and efficient, right? For some reason, I actually find myself from time to time inherently busy, but When I analyze my environment and tasks, there's really not that much going on in terms of the grand scheme of things. And it's really, really, really easy to get caught up in the details or get caught up in the little bits and pieces rather than maintaining focus and um, just, well, yeah, laser focus on one particular situation. So... It seems as though a lot of people are easy to jump to being busy. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been really busy. But I mean, the truth is there's a difference between being busy and being productive. Just because somebody's busy doesn't necessarily mean that they're being productive. And it's not a bad thing. Like, it's not uh, like I'm not trying to attack anybody here personally, but it's just about becoming aware of 
when you're being busy, that's great. That's awesome. You know, like being busy can be good sometimes. Just keeping your mind focused on a certain thing or keeping your mind off a certain thing as well. But are you trying to be busy or are you trying to be productive? I guess is my question. And cutting back on busyness can be a different challenge alone. So with that in mind, here's just some suggestions on how you can potentially save energy. I mean, if these are things that you're not already doing anyway, um, but just so that you can sort of redirect yourself if needed to focus on your actual priorities that you've decided on. The first one I want to mention is letting stuff go or delegating it. So there's a uh, management system, which (laughs) for some reason has escaped my mind entirely right now. Um, But when you literally write a list of all the things that you need to do and then categorize it into either urgent, not so urgent, things that will be, you know, nice to get done and things that are just, you know, on the list for the sake of having a list. When you categorize things and then sort of prioritize the urgency of it, you can then decide whether to either let it go and just, you know, let whatever that task is, just let it go because it's just a busy task or if you need to delegate it to somebody else. So get rid of the things that don't matter or the things that you don't necessarily have to do if you have like a super busy long to-do list. If it helps, you know, write it down, write down all the things that you need to do or the things that are taking up a lot of space and energy in your brain and go through that list and ask yourself how important it really is. Is it going to affect me next week? Will it affect me in a year or so or even two years? You know, like let go of the stuff that aren't actually related to your priorities right now in life. Your mental capacity can only hold on to so much before something's got to give. And to be honest, like let it be the small stuff that isn't really worth the fuss. If it's important What can you do to minimize the task or what can you do to get someone else to do it instead or like get it done instead? Like if you, for example, say, uh, say you want to get fitter, you know, like get fitter, healthier, whatever else, hire a personal trainer to do that. Take the nitty gritty details off your to-do list hire somebody to do that programming and to do that planning for you so that all you have to do is show up to the PT session, do the work, do the thing that they've already planned for the hour because, I mean, generally in an initial consult when you do when you get a PT, um, they obviously work out your goals, what you're trying to work towards, all that kind of thing. So they already have your main goals and your intentions in line. So when you rock up to these sessions, you know that whatever they've got planned, whether it's fun or not, you know that they have your best interest at heart because you are literally paying them 
to help you follow your goals and help you reach your goals. If you want to um, be healthier and struggle with your nutrition, for example, too, there is literally companies and like meal plan companies that can help you reach your macros, help you reach your nutrient um, sort of goals. You know, if cooking isn't your thing or if you're so, so, so crazy busy for some reason that you can't meal prep for yourself or whatever, there is always a solution if you're willing to look for it. Find a meal company that delivers prep meals for the week so that you're not left, you know, with the hassle of planning it and cooking and working out the macros and doing all that kind of stuff. Have that stuff organized and be committed to it. And if you're losing motivation to stick to some goals, hire a life coach. I mean, that is what a life coach is for. They're there to help you sort out your goals and break them down and they will be your number one supporter through everything. If you lose motivation, you look to your life coach and they will be there when you're feeling flat, when you're not feeling motivated, when you're not up to it. They will be there to help you either get motivated or help you to get back in check and get back onto your goals, whatever it is that you're struggling with at that point in time. The next thing I want to mention is meditation. So I'm sure by now, (laughs) no matter where you've been or what you've done, you would have heard of meditation in some way, shape or form or capacity. It has had a massive increase in popularity um, in terms of like mainstream trends and media. And I mean, it, it seems like everybody is doing it, right? And in today's fast-paced world and information overloading, I mean, you go on the internet, there is just a plethora of things with every single little detail, information, or whatever it is that you need to find out. The internet has some sort of an answer and it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right answer. It doesn't mean that it's been, you know, like academically researched and to a T, but there is always some sort of information that is out there and it is, you know, up to you to find how authentic or how real or how legitimate some sort of information is. And I mean, in this information overloading world, we are constantly being pulled in so many different directions, overwhelmed with so many choices of websites or blogs or opinions or experts or gurus or whatever else, like you name it. Most people are regretting about their past or worried about the future or are in overdrive with the millions of things to either get done in that day or overwhelmed with the millions of things that they are informed with in that day from these so-called gurus, from these so-called experts or whatever else. So, I mean, you know, it's not your fault if you're feeling completely overwhelmed. I myself am no guru and I would never claim that. And it took a long time for myself to actually give meditation a try. Uh, and I've had my on and off periods and sometimes, you know, I'll do it daily. Sometimes I won't do it all. Like it just depends, I guess, on the season that I'm in 
as a human. And I mean, I'm sh- if you've listened to previous podcasts, you would have heard me speak about seasons before in the terms of that as a natural human being, we go through seasons. We go through seasons where we're completely on it. We are 110% on whatever it is. And then there are some seasons where we need to, um, like in a bare sort of context, we need to hibernate. We need to rest. We need to calm down, let go and just be. So recognizing what season that you're in is really, really powerful. And so that's what I mean when I say when it comes to meditation, I've had seasons where I have been fully 110% dedicated to meditating. And there have been seasons where I have not been dedicated to meditating. And to be honest, I can tell the difference. And it's, <laughs> it's really weird to admit it because I would not say that I'm some deep down spiritual guru that has it all together because I really don't. Uh, but I have noticed the difference when I meditate and the difference when I don't meditate. So that is just my two cents there. Um, but when I do find, I guess, my mojo with meditation, generally I sort of start off with five minutes a day. So it's not like super long or super committing or super different in your day. Like if you just wake up five minutes early in your day, whatever it is that you do for your morning routine or situation, wake up five minutes earlier, sort of slide it in either before or after your morning coffee. If you don't drink coffee, then, you know, before or after your workout or before or after whatever it else is that you do for a routine, whether that's coffee, workout, journaling, putting on your clothes for the day, uh, like slowly introducing it into your morning routine will make it so much more uh, routine-like, so to speak. An app that has helped me with meditation is an app called Stop, Breathe, Think. It's free and it has been helpful in that context. And they have guided meditations where you don't really need to think at all. I mean, you know, sometimes your mind can drift off and think about other things, but the app helps you sort of come back to your breath, come back to your focus and helps you in your meditation and guides you through it. So now my, like for myself, now I look forward to doing at least 10 minutes of meditation a day and I do honestly find myself more focused when I have meditated because I'm more focused on the things that actually are my priorities and it's exciting to put my energy towards those things that that need that. So that is why I say (laughs) meditation is pretty freaking cool and when I say meditate like it doesn't have to be a sit down cross your legs type meditation it's just about finding your type of meditation whether that is actually sitting down crossing your legs and you know saying chants or whether your meditation is for example surfing or if your meditation is walking like up and down the streets or whatever like you've got to find that thing that really helps you just chill just focus on the task at hand 
because that is what meditation is about. It's like stealing the mind, letting go of everything else and just not having expectations for yourself or anything in that present moment. And I, or like honestly, I think it can be really difficult in this day and age. So if you're open to it, try meditation or find your own kind of meditation to help you with optimizing your energy. The next thing I want to say is treat yourself well. I feel like there was a trend maybe, I don't know, a couple years ago about like, oh, treat yourself all well and good, but, you know, don't overindulge. You are your most important asset, 100%. Like you are irreplaceable and the only person that has your unique experiences, skills, all that kind of thing is you. You might have similarities with other people, but, you know, there's similarities. It's not the same as being you. And so that's why I think it's important to invest the time and invest the care into building a healthy relationship with yourself. And loving yourself doesn't mean that you're, you know, conceited or up yourself or anything like that. Or that you carry around a mirror to look at yourself all day in like a really sort of over-the-top, obvious sort of weird way. Um, But it's more about connecting your mind and body to your soul, to your spirit, to your woo. Like what are the things that you're telling yourself every day? How does your body feel right now? Like what emotions are swirling around inside of you at the moment? Have you even thought about those kinds of things? Because those kinds of thoughts, those kinds of um, expressions or things that you're feeling when I ask those questions, they're all to do with the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you feel about yourself. They're all about your relationship with yourself. If you are thinking about thoughts that maybe are self-doubting to yourself, for example, let's, let's just roll through this sort of role play right now. So think about yourself. If there are self-doubting things that you think about yourself, I want you to counteract that by thinking of three things that you love about yourself. Like, for example, your determination when you put your mind to something or your consideration for others or your amazing, beautiful smile. I want you to counteract any sort of self sorry, I want you to counteract any sort of self-doubting thoughts by thinking of other things that you love about yourself. When you think about these things, take a deep breath in like and I want you to notice any sort of pain or discomforts in your body or anything that might come up for you. Or if there's anything that is screaming at you or any part of your body that's trying to tell you something. If you're feeling certain things or if this makes you feel uncomfortable, just know it's completely okay. There's no judgment here. Not not at all. Just recognize what it is. And if you need to or if you feel called to, write down what you're feeling. Sometimes 
by labeling our emotions, we can manage them better and pinpoint what it is that we might need to either feel at that moment or process in that moment and just know that it is completely and entirely okay to go through whatever it is that you need to go through at that time. When you recognize your needs and allow yourself to reconnect with your feelings or that inner feeling or or connect with your woo, then that makes or can make a huge difference to your day and fulfilling your energy levels and so that you can treat yourself and so that you can reconnect with that inner self that you have had deep down within you this whole time. And that is all I'll say on that topic. (laughs) The last sort of... um, suggestion or topic I guess you could say in terms of optimizing your energy is meal prep and nutrition okay so before you (laughs) before you jump away at that I know that sounds very um I guess fitspo related or whatever you want to call it which is true in some ways but what you put into your body is completely relevant in terms of optimizing your energy. I did speak earlier about consuming, uh, was it this episode? Uh, This episode or another episode? But in terms of, you know, what you're putting into your body, whether that is through nutrition, whether that is through information about what you're watching on Netflix or consuming through the news or listening to other people or that kind of thing, how you are consuming either information or nutrition or whatever it is or any other sort of energy, that has such a massive impact on yourself and your body. When we talk about meal prep and nutrition, I mean, generally speaking, it's a pretty, uh, sorry, a pretty basic home skill where most people in some way are expected to know how to cook or how to take care of themselves in this way. If you classify (laughs) Easy Mac as a good meal, you know, I mean, take this as a tough love approach Uh, or, you know, buy a cookbook and learn how to boil an egg. I mean, you know, baby steps. Just try. If you haven't taken those steps, then there's a a first to everything, right? (laughs) If you're a little lazy like me, like honestly, I would never claim to be a chef and I would never claim to be overly super passionate about being a chef or a cook Uh, but if you are a sort of somewhat lazy cook like myself there are options out there to cook meals with four ingredients or less like I literally have a cookbook that is called four ingredients healthy diet (laughs) which is a cookbook and it focuses on meals that have four ingredients or less So for somebody like myself, whilst I have the intention to eat healthy, why I want to 
maximize my energy in that way, but I am no chef or connoisseur in any way. And I don't have, honestly, I don't have the drive to do that um, for myself personally. Like for anybody that wants to do that, go for it. You know, you 110%, go all in. But I just know for myself, it's not something that I feel strongly passionate about. I have a friend who is a super, super passionate cook and I freaking love it because every time I go over there, I get these gourmet meals that are just absolutely amazing. So it's uh, honestly no shade to anybody that loves cooking. I I wish I had the same passion, honestly. Uh, And just if that is you, then you go for it and you follow that. I just know for myself, it is not something that I feel strongly about. So if there's anybody that can relate to the non-sort of passionate cook situation, (laughs) I guess my whole point in this long ass story is to say that there are options for us people that are lazy cooks or are lazy chefs and who want to eat healthy but don't want to, you know, have like a million ingredients from freaking all over the world that are some rare name and crazy expense type ingredient. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had my fair share of trying to, you know, explore with ingredients or recipes and just some things that are just too hard to get your hands on. But anyway, that's another story. My long story Oh, sorry, my long, <laughs> my point to this whole long story is to say that meal prep and nutrition is so, so, so vital in terms of trying to optimize your energy. And it doesn't mean that you have to be overly professional or passionate about cooking, but it is so important in terms of optimizing your energy. So although meal prepping can take, you know, two to three hours on a Sunday, it can save you the you know triple amount of effort throughout the week to cook single-handedly every single meal and it can also actually save you money when you meal prep because you're not impulsively buying takeaway or extending sort of um meal costs or all that kind of stuff like buying all these extra bits and pieces if you're hungry whereas if you have a meal that's already in the freezer that you know you're going to eat done easy simple as that and meal prep doesn't have to be hard it could be as simple as cutting up all of your vegetables or organizing snacks or non-perishables and cooking bulk things like rice or pasta or soups for the week and having those frozen in your freezer ready to go for those moments where you're feeling either peckish or unsatiated or anything like that. Being organized and fueling your body with the real foods will help you be optimized with your energy and it will provide you with the nutrients that you need so that you can get stuff done. You deserve to feel good and excited about your ambitions or goals and the best way to do that is by focusing your energy on the right things and cutting away the excess stuff and optimizing those things so that you have a life that is more enjoyable and you can stay connected to your woo and just basically be optimizing your energy in that way let me know how you go with these tips and anything else that you think that might be relevant because I would absolutely love to hear your feedback and hear what you think about these specific tips. So let me know. 
and either screenshot and tag me on Instagram at A-N-G-E dot P-A-U-L-O and at T-H-E-W-U-E-W-A-Y on Instagram. And just let me know. I'm eager to hear. I would love to hear. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. Feel free to write a review on Apple Podcasts if you feel called to. No pressure. No pressure at all. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have an absolutely incredible day to finding your woo and living your way.